Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Young Men, Women, and Gods Worldwide Ministry. And tonight we have the men's revival. The true man of God. We just thank everyone that's here. Um, tonight we are looking forward to hearing a word from Pastor Vereen. And we thank God for the man of God for taking time out to come and join us in the men's revival. As we always do on this line, we open up with prayer. Father God, we thank you once again for letting us come on to your ministry line. And Father God, we just ask you tonight, Father God, that you open up our hearts, minds, and our spirits. We thank you for just letting us be able to embrace another gorgeous day in your kingdom, Father God. And Father God, let us be the true citizens of your kingdom according to your will and your purpose in our lives. Father God, we ask you to come and, and, and just, just let us be able to hear what we need to hear to Lift up our walk down this children's path, Father God. It gets weary sometimes, Father God, but we know that you are our strength because you told us in your word, even in our weakness, you are our strength. So, Father God, we ask you to strengthen us tonight in your word that we may hear something, something to touch somebody, to deliver them, to free them, or to move them in another place inside of their, hallelujah, their intimate relationship with you. We just praise you, Father God. Father God, we ask all these things. And in Jesus' name, we also bind any spirits that may come against this line tonight in any form or fashion away. Father God, let us have on our walk here tonight and be able to attack the adversary if he does show his head, Father God. Father God, we bind those spirits. We bind the assignment of the adversary in whatever form, fashion, or way that he may come against us tonight on this line. And we thank you, Father God. We call on the Holy Ghost to arrest them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask and we just say all these things according to your word, Father God. We thank you. We praise you. We exalt you. And we magnify you. In Jesus' mighty name, we Amen. 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 Again, we, we thank everyone for coming. We're going to have our announcement. And then we're going to hope the man of God, we're going to give him a few minutes to try to get online if he's not here already. And as soon as he shows up, we're going to go into the Word. But I don't know about you. I had one word today, but I need more. There's never enough of God's word. <coughs> and we're gonna we're gonna carry on with our announcement. Um 
for this whole month, uh, we're doing the men's revival. So we ask you all to keep joining us every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. And uh, it's my mistake if the speaker's a little late because I told him 7 o'clock and he was trying to get in line. So um, he got in contact with us to get the right time. So we're hoping that he will soon show up. Um, but we will be having a men's revival at 8 o'clock every Wednesday night for the rest of this month. Next week, we're looking for uh, Elder Felix Fredericks, a powerful man of God, will be with us next Wednesday. Um, and that's at 8 o'clock. Tomorrow at 6 o'clock, we ask you all to go over and join the uh, youth ministry and the committee on the committee line at 6 o'clock. And that number is 712-775-7031. And the access code is 297-654-POUND. We ask you all to join them on the youth ministry line tomorrow night at about Hello, uh, Felix Frederick. Amen. We're we're just looking for all, all y'all to come and join the young people and just listen, just to listen in and hear what they're doing, because we're looking at how God is moving in our young people today, and there's some things we just need to be hearers of to be able to yeah. know how to deal with them and the relationship that God has put them in our lives to be able to direct them in the right direction. And this is a golden opportunity for us just to go up on the line tomorrow at 6 o'clock and hear the young people speak out and hear what mm. some of their, their issues are, some of the things that they're being blessed with. Um, after that, we will be at 7.30. We will join um, the churches from New Jersey and New York in a Bible study that I, I'm teaching on the book of Job and uh, we tell you to come and, and, and listen in with us. We, we, it's an open forum. We have a good time up there just sharing the word of God. And um, in the last couple of weeks, it's just been powerful. Um, that telephone number is 724-444-7444. And the access code is one three seven four eight two pounds, and that again is at seven thirty tomorrow night. We're we're also asking you all to please join us on Monday night for our other Bible study, which we're teaching out of the Book of Revelation, and we're getting ready to move into the third chapter. And I'm telling you, I'm having a good time in that teaching. I'm learning so much that God is teaching me about moving into the next level of understanding what, my, what the end of my children walk is going to be and what I need to be able to really get to that place in him to be able to walk powerfully to my end because we all have a destiny. And in our destiny walk, we need to be able to be strengthened to meet all the 
things that God put before us at the end of our destiny. So we just um, ask y'all to join us on Monday night in the book of Revelation. With that, we are calling out to our pastor, uh, Vareen. Are you here? Yes, sir. Good evening. Good evening. We're here. God is here. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, introduce the film and present to others Pastor Vereen. And we thank God for this man of God. Um heard him on the committee line and he's a powerful man of God. So all I can do you is tell you is this. Put on your seat belts and get ready to go for a ride in the word of God because I'm telling you, when he finished, there's going to be a change in your life. So be ready and open yourself for the change. With that, we present no other than Pastor Berlin. Uh, good evening, and God bless you to everyone. <clears throat> Reverend Carpenter, God bless you, sir. Thank you Amen. so much. Amen. Amen. I'm sorry about the time. I, I was so texting you and everything, and I forgot the committee had asked me to move it back to 8 o'clock. So. No, no problem, no problem. I accept your apology, sir. No problem at all. Um, you know, thank God first of all, guys, uh, for Reverend Carpenter for the um, the opportunity um, this evening. For um, we got to give God a great thank you for technology in this day and age. Amen. 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 It's an awesome thing, you know. I don't know where everybody is tonight, but I know I'm right now. I'm down in Hemingway, South Carolina. And it's a blessing how we can connect online and be able to reach the nations. God knows what he's doing in these last times. Amen, somebody. Amen. Amen. So we we, we do bless him for that. Um again, Doctor Carpenter, again, thank you for the opportunity. Um I um I was running home because my phone uh was um was dying and I didn't have my charger and my wife um, called me. We was coming from from Conway, and she called me, and she said, "I um I got a charge in the car." So, well, bless the Lord. Um, let me turn around and come pick that up, so I can get some kind of charge before I get home. But I'm home now. Phone is charging, so um, we can go on. And God, I um I apologize, Reverend Carpenter. I was mentioning today we was running around because um to God be the glory. He's good in this season, guys. We um. Close on the house this evening. Amen. Amen. Yes, I will tell you guys, um, when, when you line yourself up with the will of God um, and the word of God and position yourself in a place in God, the sky is the limit on the things that he wants to do. He said that I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, thoughts and plans of peace and welfare to give you hope um, in your final outcome. And another version say, and expected in. Amen. So I thank God Hallelujah. that if, if you receive that, that I believe somebody is in a place um, in their life, in the season of God, that you're walking into your expected end Hallelujah. and that you're and that's, come on, you can bless the Lord for that. And your final outcome is going to be greater than your beginning. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's, just, that's just a nugget for somebody. That's not the word, but somebody will catch that and maybe shout later. Amen. <laughs> I will give my shout in now. Amen. 
I, I know I got my shot off. Hey, you better go ahead. Praise him in advance. But um, I, I'm excited about God, you know, guys, in this season. I just shared that testimony um, because he is not a respect of persons. Amen. If he did it for one, he would do it for another. Now, for you, it may not be that which you're looking for, but whatever it is, if you believe and trust God, he's going to do it. Um, I um, – uh, the, the scripture, Reverend Carpenter, I'm going to jump right in this thing, um, not to hold you guys long, give it to you. I'm a firm believer that when a horse dies, you dismount. So I'm going to get in there and uh, I tell the young people, drop it like it's hot, hot off the press. Amen. Um, amen. And, and I'm going to get on out the way. Um, you, you gave a scripture um, over this, and I, and I thank God for it. I was reading back over it um, when I got home this evening. Um, your scripture was out of... Uh, Second Timothy, the third chapter, the 16th and 17th verses. And if you don't mind, I want to read that real quick, and then I'm going to jump okay. somewhere else. But I want to read that real quick from the Message Bible. Um, the Message Bible in the 16th and 17th verse of Second Timothy says that every part of Scripture is God-breathed and useful. I had to underline useful, every part of it. It's useful one way or another. You know how we get in the scripture and we read things and we're like, oh, that doesn't pertain. But according to to the writer in Timothy, he said every part of scripture is God-breathed and useful one way or another. Um, you may not see the manifestation of it today, but you just live until tomorrow. That same thing that you read this morning uh, may be for your tomorrow, and you just don't know it yet. But anyway, um, one way or another. And then another thing, this is the way it got me. It says showing us truth. Exposing our rebellion, you know, that's the part that we don't want to shout on. Amen. Um, Correcting our mistakes, training us to live God's way through the word of God, we are put together and shaped up for the task God has for us. Um, When I read that, guys, I I could bless the Lord all by myself right there. And I said, Lord, I thank you that, one, you show me the truth in your word. You show me me. That's right. Amen, somebody. I don't read it to look for somebody else and to govern somebody else. First partake of it when I read it, it's me. Come on. That's right. It's almost like me looking in the mirror. Then you says that not only is you showing us the truth, but it says exposing our rebellion, those places where we don't make the mark or where we miss the mark. You know, every now and then, somebody's going to pat you on the back and say, oh, you're doing good, but then they'll go turn around behind your back and say all manner of stuff that you was doing wrong. But when you come to the Word of God, he's going to show you the truth, and he's going to show you your rebellion. Thank you, Thank you. And at the same time, he's going to correct our mistakes, and he trains us to live his way, not our way and not according to our will, but his way. And it says that through the word of God, we are put together and shaped for the task of, that God has for us. It's funny, when I think about that latter part, and we're going to get to the, to the meat of the scripture. When I think about that latter part, my wife and I, um, we was at church on, on Sunday. God had given her a specific word of encouragement for the path of that house. And that word came from the scripture with the potter and his wheel and the vessel and how, Mm -hmm. you know, he has you 
at a point when you're sitting up in the window, but when the potter looks back at you once again, he sees that there's some imperfections. There's some things that, that could be a little bit better. So what he does is he take you off the reel and he begin to reshape you again. But this time when he puts you back in the window, you've been made complete and you've been made whole. You're ready for the journey that is at stake this time. You better Amen. think so. Come on now. That's right. And so when I looked at it, it reminded me of what my wife had said on Sunday to the pastor because it said, through the word of God, we are put together and shaped up for tap. If you guys would understand it, we're in a season that the, the things of God and the things that God is requiring of us is a lot more than it would be required of us, you know, this time last year or earlier season in our life. Because of the level of maturity and we are growing in God, he's expecting more. But even in his, his expecting more, if we be honest, church, uh, we are doing that much less. Don't, don't get quiet on me now. Don't get quiet on me now. But he's shaping us for a time and a season such as this to get us positioned for that next level, for that next move, for that next miracle, for that next breakthrough, not just for ourselves, but for somebody that we're going to come in contact with at Walmart. We're going to come in contact with at the grocery store. We're going to come in contact with in the come prayer on, line That's at right. church. Come on, somebody. That's right. So, so he's preparing us. But now, now let me try. Now that we, we, we've heard that from Timothy, let's go over into, if you don't mind, the, the meat of the message tonight. This is what God has been imprinting upon my heart, you guys, for the last, must be two weeks. Um, and I'm going to flip my Bible over for those that you have yours. And I'm going to flip over to Second Chronicles. Seventh chapter. Um, now, 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 remember the scripture that that Reverend Carpenter had led a game for the for the week or for the revival was you know Second Timothy three sixteen and seventeen and in the sixteenth verse again it said every part of scripture a part of scripture is God breathed and used for one way or another showing us truth exposing our rebellion correcting our mistakes and training us to live God's way. Now, when you go over into Second Chronicles the Seventh chapter. Um, I'm gonna read a couple, uh, the first three verses, and then I'm gonna skip down to the fourteenth, the thirteenth, and fourteenth and fifteenth verse. Then I'm gonna jump again to the nineteenth, twentieth, twenty-first, and twenty-second verse. Amen. And I'm gonna get out. And I'm gonna get out of you guys' way. Now the first verse says, "When Solomon had finished praying, the fire came down from heaven." and consume the burnt offering and the sacrifice. And listen at this. And the glory of the Lord filled the house. Right after the man of God had finished praying, the glory of the Lord filled the house. Amen. The next verse said, it filled it in such a capacity, watch this, that the priest could not even enter the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. Now, I got kind of stumbled right there. Here you got the glory of the Lord filling the house of God, and the priest of God couldn't even go in. <laughs> Amen, somebody. Right. And when, when all the people of, of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house, they bowed their faces upon the pavement and worshiped and prayed to the Lord, saying, For he is good. 
for his mercy and loving kindness endures forever. And I'm going to skip down. Um, Let verse it said, Thus Solomon finished the Lord's house and the king's house, all that he had planned to do in the Lord's house, in his own house, and he had accomplished it successfully. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I've heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself, a house of sacrifice. Thirteenth verse, if I shut up, if, if I shut up heaven so no rain falls, or if I command locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people. I'm going to pause right there. How many people are watching the news um, in this season? Amen. And being witness and privy to things that is going on in the nation. Now, I, I, recently we had a, a shooting in a church down in Charlton, South Carolina, where somebody would have the audacity to walk in the house of the Lord, the place of worship, and shoot nine people, one being the pastor. You have right in the same time frame or the same week, you have uh, where they passed laws for gay marriages where it's legalized all over the United States. In the same matter of time, around the same week or two, you hear of churches being burned in different places. I, and the question arises to me when I really begin to read this. Now, it shows us that obviously there's some pestilence that has been hitting the land. Come on. It shows us that, that there's a certain level of things that has been being released in this season. There is a, an attack on not only just the land, there's an attack on the house of God, there's an attack on the people of God. There's an attack on, in, in government. There's an attack all over the place right now in the season. But now I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm watching this and I'm saying, why is this stuff going on in a season like this? And the church is doing nothing about it. Amen. <laughs> Come on now. That's right. Okay. That's right. Now, now yeah. I, I, I came to speak some truth tonight. Um, I'll so so God takes me, when I'm warning about this, he takes me to the scripture out of Second Chronicles that says, watch this. Now, he said if I did this, but, next verse, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, number one, Come on, man. will pray, number two, watch this, will seek my face, number three, right. will turn from the Wicked ways, number four. Now, yeah. hold up now. He, n- notice we're still talking about his people. Now, one of the things his people should be being humble. Number two, his people should be praying. Number That's three, right. his people should be spending time seeking his faith. Number four, his people should have already turned from their wicked ways. Come on, somebody. Come on, say, say so. He I'm said, sure. I will hear from heaven. Now, I will forgive their sins. Watch this and I will heal their land. Next verse says, Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer offered in this place. Now we got to back up. Now the number one thing we got to understand here, he said, if my people, 
that's, that, that's Christians, that's, that, that's those that call on the name of the Lord that, that say that I've received them, that I've been born again, that I'm filled with the Spirit. He's not just talking about anybody because he ain't expecting anybody to pray, just anybody to humble themselves and seek his face and, and it move heaven. But his people should be in a place where we send up a prayer like Solomon offered at the beginning of this chapter. Things happen. The glory of the Lord begins to fall down and things move. Mountains are moved out of the way. Amen. Amen. Hmm. Now, 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 it gets more intense because he's, notice he said, he said, if my people who are called. Now, the Bible lets me know that many are called. But few are chosen. Come on. But few are chosen. See, now, watch this. Let me have some pastors out. Now, when he's right. speaking right here, he's just not talking to pastors. He's not just talking to prophets. He's not just talking to apostles and teachers and preachers. But he says, my people in general. So in other words, the entire body of Christ has something to do with what he's talking about in the scriptures. Amen. But what happens is we put all the responsibility in the role of pastor or bishop or, or preacher or a pastor, and we figure, well, I'll come back and I can have a seat in the sanctuary. I don't have to do much. But God commissioned the body, his people, in this. nothing to do with titles, nothing to do with position. He said, my people, those ones that I've called, number one, he said, if they will humble themselves. Now, I don't know about you guys, but, 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 but when you look at the, the, the way the, 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 the body of Christ or the church, I won't say the body of Christ, where the church is set up nowadays, humility and pure, true humility, guys, has gone out the window. Well, people begin to say, well, you know, I've been saved for 20 years. You can't tell me nothing. You just got saved on yesterday. I don't have to hear from you. You ain't been in the pulpit long enough. Because I've been saved 30 years. There's nothing you can tell me. Humility going out the window. Then you got to the place where you get these, <laughs> these churches that are going so mega. You know, pastor got five, six people walking around him all, all the time. He's gotten so to the place and high and mighty and not humble enough sorry. to where he can't even take his Bible to the pulpit. Come on, somebody. That's right. You read. Yeah, oh, come come on. On. I like this. That's right. That's right. Come on. I, I gotta have. I'm so mega now. I gotta have somebody show for me around. I can't even drive no more. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Uh, we, 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 I got 500 members. I don't got time to to minister one on one at the church. Come on. Where is the humility? Where is the servanthood? Uh, Amen. Hello, I'm going to amen on this about my. So, number one, he says that we should get to the place where we will humble ourselves first. Number two, it says if we will seek his face, we spend more time. I'm talking to the, to the church. We spend more time, guys, sitting behind the televisions. We spend more time on telephones and cell phones and conversation that does not benefit neither hearer or listener on the line. Mm-hmm. We, we begin to make complaints and, and, and stuff or excuses that, you know, I'm busy. You know, I work 12 hours, and by the time I get home, I'm, I'm tired, and I, I read one scripture, and I go to sleep. No, wait a minute. We got to get back to the place where we seek his faith, where we can hear from heaven. You know, picking him up for five minutes every now and then, church ain't going to work. Amen, amen. 
We can't fit him in when we want to. We want to make a schedule whenever we feel like it. And nine to the ten, if, if most of the church, be honest, it's right before time to go to bed. Now you're not laying down. You're too sleepy to read. You're too sleepy to pray. And, oh, God, understand. But according to this, there's a mandate, he said, if my people will call my name, well, what I'm going to say, if they would get back to the place where they seek my face. Amen. That's right. Another thing he says here, and, and, and it just tickles me, he said, and if they will pray. Now, I don't believe God will make a statement such as this if the people have been praying like they're supposed to consistently. Mm-hmm. Because if we are do our rules as the church, if we pray, if we get in that closet with God, we can hear from him. And some of the stuff that we're seeing going on in the nation, that we have the power and authority to change, things will not happen. But what happens is the body is not coming together. We ain't praying like we're supposed to. We ain't seeking his face long enough anymore. We're not spending that time in our prayer closet, in that secret closet, because we got so much other stuff, we become so busy but not effective. Woo! Uh, Say it again, effective. If I can throw this out there, if it steps on your toe, ball your toe, say out and say thank you, Jesus. Now, so so he says, to to seek my face, to pray. I'm I'm not talking about a five-minute prayer. We're talking about getting on your knees and, and to the place where you're praying like Jesus did when he was in the garden against him, and where you're praying hard and waiting before you get up on your knees to hear God say something. You know how we do. We, we have a one-course communication of prayer with him where everything is just coming for us, and we don't sit still long enough to hear God say something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, 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 he said in Timothy, that he brings it to correct us, and he, he talks about our rebellion. Well, here we are. Um, and so you go on further, and he says, um, and turn from my wicked ways. Now, if they bothered me right there, church, because I'm saying now, you're talking to the people of God, and you're telling us that we need to turn from our wicked ways. Obviously, there's a rebellion and wickedness going on in the house. Amen. That's right. God is saying right here that we need to clean up our acts, we need to line up our lives with him. We need to begin back turning away from things that were pulling us backwards towards the world. So when the world sees us, we don't look like them, but they see a glow. They see the glory of the Lord. When we open our mouth, things change immediately. Suddenly things happen. Amen, somebody. Amen. Come on. Amen. 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 Come on. So, so, so. Amen. It goes on a little further and says, at that point, if my people would do these prerequisites, which is all those things where the praying, the seeking his face, the turning from our wicked ways, the humbling ourselves, if these are prerequisites to what he's about to say, the next thing he said, if they will do this, if they will do this, if they will do this, then he says, then will I hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin. He's still talking about his people, but then he will heal their land. Now, I got stuck right there. He said, I will heal their land. Why would he say that it's their land? Well, if you go back into the book of Genesis 1 and 27, God talks about when he, he said, let us make man in our own image and in our likeness and let them have 
dominion over the fish of the sea, the, the fowl of the air. And one thing he said, and over all the earth. So in other words, he's given up the same type of power and authority here in the earth realm as he has in heaven. Amen. So we ought to be governing ourselves in like fashion here. So in other words, he said, uh, if you buy, whatever you bind on earth, it's also bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth, on earth is always mm-hmm. loose in heaven. So we have a, a power and authority here in the earth realm to set things in order, but it's only when the church gets in its position. It's only when the church begins to do what God called us to do. It's only when the church starts praying like we should. It's only when the church starts spending that time in its faith like we should. It's only when the church hides itself again. That's right. That's right. Only when the church turns from their wicked ways, backbiting and having clicks. Come on, somebody in the church. You, you know, right. at the church, did you see so and so? You see that dress she had on? Who she thinks she is? She was coming in there to get a word from God. Or the sister that sits midway of the church and don't have the the Sunday go to meet and suit like everybody else, but she wear what she got because she came in there hungry. But we judging it. Turns from our wicked ways. Oh, the pastor ain't preaching good, so we we going and telling everybody. We run into the ba- come on, somebody. Come on, that's right. So true. He, he's he's talking. He's talking. He's talking to the church. And so God is saying in this season, in order for us to see things reshaped and reformed and lining up in this earth realm, that we have. Uh, responsibility over ambassadors, uh, ambassadors for Christ. Um, we got responsibility here. It's only when we line ourselves up back in position, as Chronicle is telling us here, where we see God heal, like he says, our land. Now, if he said, I've given you dominion over it, that means we are over the land. God is placing in our possession and, and under our authority and under our rule as ambassadors for this. So we got a job to do. One of the things that we need to clean up, he, 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 he's looking at the church, guys, here in the season. And there's a whole lot of stuff going on among his people. And that's why we're not seeing the people off the streets flood the house. Isaiah 2 says that in those days, the latter days, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be filled, and people will be flocking it to it to be taught. And said the mountain of the Lord's house should be high above all other hills. So in other words, the house of God should be a place where in this season that we're in, people should be flooding the doors when they're looking at the news and they're seeing the stuff going on in the land. And they're, they're coming to the place where their back is up against the wall. And, they, and it seems like they don't have no hope. But where they look at to where it's supposed to be the hope, everybody there is looking like them, govern themselves like them. You got a good shout on Sunday exactly. morning, but you're at the liquor store on Monday. That's right. Hey, 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 Amen. He's bringing correction. And so uh, uh, we have to do something um, in this season, guys. Um, the thing struck me, if you skip down, to the 19th verse, and it says, and, 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 and this kind of points out why you see some of the things going on, um, and you, you see stuff going on in the church and outside of the church and in the community. The 19th verse said, but if you people, my people, 
Turn away and forsake my statutes and my commandments, which I have set before you, and go and serve other gods and worship them. He said, then I will pluck them up by the roots of my land, which I have given them, and this house which I have hallowed for my name, I will cast out of my sight, and I will make it to be a proverb and a byword among all nations. Watch this. And this house, which was so, which was so high, shall be an astonishment to everyone passing it, and they will say, why has the Lord done this to this land and to this house? Now, I know some of us would have raised this question when we heard some of the events going on recently in the news when it came to churches. Part of the reason that we have, some people won't receive it and others will, part of the reason why things have been allowed in the manner that they've been allowed to happen, because nothing happens except God allows it. Some of this stuff has been allowed primarily because the people, the body, the house of God, and the members therein have forgotten his statutes. The place has become no longer a house of prayer, but like Jesus said, a den of thieves. We got, it's a business, there's more business in the church now. It's, it's more politics in the church now. It's more everything re- contrary to what God has governed and designed the house of God to be like. You know, sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so got all one, one another, but they smile in your face, and, and you can see just the minute they turn their back, they, they got their nose turned up, or, or I ain't sitting by so-and-so, or, or, or I'm not going to preach or teach what God gives me because I want to keep members. Or I'm going to do this for so-and-so because they're the biggest tide pits. The church got to clean up. He said, if my people, that's us. That are called by his name will humble ourselves, pray God, seek his face, turn from the wicked ways. He said, I'll hear from heaven. I'll forgive their sins, and I'll bring healing to their land. Now, the land is everything that's connected to you, everybody that's connected to you. We got family members that's looking to see God move in a supernatural way, and they're looking to some of us. But we haven't been in the position to where God can do what he wants to do on their behalf. Sometimes it's, it's because of our life living. He told, uh, he told Job, he said, I will deliver them because of the cleanness of your hand. It had nothing to do. He said, I will deliver them because of the cleanness of your hand. In other words, the way you are living your life, I will bring healing to their house. That's right. It's my people. Uh, who are called by his name, guys. We got to get back to that's right. That's right. We got to right. get back to praying like we should. We got to get back that's to right. spending more time with God. Everything else coming more important than him. We got to get to the place where we turn from our wicked ways. You let those habits go. You let those people go that you shouldn't, you know, on, leave that husband alone, leave that wife alone. Come on, somebody. Come on. And we get back to the place that we need to be and supposed to be in him. God will do something in the land not just in your house, not just in your finances, not just in your community, but according to the scripture, it's in the land. And we've got to the place um, 
according to this where we've forgotten him, but he said to the church of Ephesus, and it looks like the church now, he said, I see you doing all these external stuff. you got it going on. You, you show up to church on Sunday. You show up to Bible study. Every now and then you're at revival. Or you go to the, the hospital every now and then. I see you, your acts that you go to the nursing home, but all of these are religious acts. But he said, the thing that I have against you is that you have left your first love. You left me. That's and right. some of us, the, the church have gotten so to where it's become Amen. religious, and we have a lot of religious acts, mm-hmm. and we're doing it, things right, but we, we've lost the oomph, uh, or we lost our first love that will guide us and direct us into living the way that he should, that we should, and living the way that he's governed and directed us to live. We've got to return back um, to say the to shout up and down, hallelujah, glory, thank you, Jesus, message. But it's time for the body to get right in order for us to see things happen. Some of these things that's taking place should not have taken place, but it's taking place because we ain't in place. Uh -uh. Mm. That's right. Mm -hmm. What God is doing, and he's coming through the house of God the same manner that Jesus came through the temple. And I'm telling you guys, he's turning over tables. He's turning over yeah. tables, yeah. and he's yeah. bothered and upset with the church because we haven't been living up to, to the to potential that, and the, that he put on the inside of us. We have an a form of God in this, God, but we're denying the power my there. God. We, should, my God, my God. We, should be seeing people, we should be seeing people come out of wheelchairs. People should walk in the house and immediately get delivered. People should walk in the house and immediately get set free. It should be to a place to where you wouldn't have to go lay hands on somebody. But the anointing of God, just as in the beginning of the chapter, filled the house in such a manner yes, that sir. people know they roll up on the, the church ground, they're getting delivered. Come on. Hallelujah. But I'm looking for the day where we could come together as a body on one accord to where we see things happen like it was in the upper room, that people that don't know God begin to experience God like they never experienced him before because some of us came together on one accord and decided to let God use us in the manner that he wanted to use us. And we let go all the negative things. We let go habits and, and, and hang-ups that have held us from so years and, and years. And we allowed God to move supernaturally through us so that it could be of benefit to somebody else. Our prayer life has changed. We ain't praying about me, myself, and I, and my children in my house. No, I'm praying for your children. I'm praying for your That's house. Right. I'm praying that you bless them. I'm praying that you increase their finances. I'm praying that you heal their body. I'm praying that you open doors that no man can shut. That's right. Come on, somebody. Yes. This is what he's looking for in the church, and this is what he's not seeing. But if we can get to the place where we'll go back and repent and and turn and and, and pray again and seek him like we should and and humble ourselves, God promised in his word here, um, that he would do something in the land. But I'm going to tell you guys, um, the things that he wants to do is beginning with us. Um, when he comes back, comes to the house. Judgment begins at the house of God. That's Not right. out in the street, but it begins at the house of God with the people of God. So we got to do something, guys. Yeah. Um, change yeah. has to take place in us in order for us to see change take place mm-hmm. elsewhere. Amen. 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 Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you. Amen. 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 He's restoring, restoring, you know, the the power and the 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 zeal into his people 
in this season where we run after him like we did when we first got saved. And we remember when we first when we first committed our life to him, we were so hungry and we were so on fire for God. But we we got married and we had kids and we got jobs and we allow all this stuff to pull us away from that time that we used to spend. We got 24 hours in a day. Most people on the average job work eight hours. Some other jobs work 12 hours here, but you still got a whole 12 hours in the day to work with. There you go. So we, we have no excuses in the season and the time that we live in. Matter of fact, it's more crucial now. Paul said it, you know, it's more crucial now, he said, that you will will turn and come back, he said, because the, it's uh, it's closer to us. Jesus coming back is closer to us than when we first believed. It's high time, he said, to wake up out of our sleep and to rise to reality and fling away from things and sensual sensualities and lasciviousness and these things. So, guys, it is time. Men and women, men and women of God, it's time for us to, to come back. It's time for us to, to lay hold of the plow like we did when we when we first met him and run this race, I mean, really, and, and, and allow God to use us in a manner in this season like we've never been used before. There's people hurting. There's people in need. And they're not getting fed. People walking in churches and they're getting a preach word, but they're not being taught. If you know anything oh, about it, teaching lasts a long time, but preaching is like going to McDonald's. I, I, I feel good for the moment. It filled me up for the moment, but in an hour or two, I'm going to be hungry again. Well, he's looking. That's what Isaiah said. People are going to be flocking to the church. Isaiah too. He said, not for preaching, but for teaching. You know, yeah, it's, it's yeah, time out yeah, for the hooping and, and the hollering and, and, you know, and proper lying and all these other stuff. Um, but it's time to um, really give what thus says the Lord. I, I made a vow to God. I He told me, he said, um, I, I teach a Bible study at the college, and I'm done. I teach a Bible study at the college to young people. My wife and I have been doing it for um, almost eight years and I remember coming in there one night, and I was being soft on them because I'm saying these young Christians and don't want to be hard. When I got home, God whipped me. He said, what did I tell you when I called you? And he took me to the scripture out of Timothy, the fourth chapter, the second verse. He said, preach the word in season and out of season. Okay. Reproof, rebuke, and encouragement. And you know, that's, that's the thing. You don't cut the individual. You don't cut the pew members. You don't cut the, the congregation. And don't forget the latter part of that is to come back and encourage them. Encourage. So he said, to uh, it's almost like cutting somebody, leaving the wound open, they go out and get infected. And so he said, whether they want to hear it or not, and then he talked about people hopping around, going to church to church because they want to hear messages that would foster the errors that they hold. In other words, messages that not telling them about them. Um, and I made a vow to him that if you tell me to say it, God, I'm going to say it. And here we are tonight. You know, this message is for the body. We got to get it right. And we got to get in place. God bless you. And I love you guys, and if I did not love you, I wouldn't tell you the truth. There you go. I love you, Amen. Amen. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you. Amen. Thank you. God. God be the glory. Powerful teaching words. You know, all the time we want to, we want somebody to preach to us, but sometimes we got to have the teaching words to be able to let us be able to walk and 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 more clearly understand what God is saying. Uh, That's right. Uh, what I what I love, because I'm a teacher, and and, yes, and, and and I know how you sit when you teach. Cause I teach all the time. God don't even let me preach, 
And the thing yeah. about it, that, that, that I understand one thing, that sometimes it's so hard for the emotional church to receive the teaching church. <laughs> Woo! To receive the teaching man or woman because they're so used to being caught up in, in, in emotion. But you know Come what? On. You know what happens to the emotional church? They get a subtle word to be in their spirit now to go home and think about. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't got no emotional word. They got a subtle word of God to go home because it does. It's going to settle in their spirit as they walk out the door. Hallelujah. That's right. Come Amen. on, sir. Amen. 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 And I, I, you know what? I just listened and I loved it. You know, the, the second message I heard today, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and one was a speech word and one was a teaching word. And I'm telling you, and I'm wrong with either one of them. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? It's the people that got to be able to receive folks. Come on, sir. That's right. <laughs> you know? And we just thank God for you, man of God. Are I, 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 you lifting up? to look at so many things, you know, uh, 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 and I'm going to open up the line in a minute. Uh, we're going to let you give a call to uh, salvation. But one of the things... Uh, excuse me, just a moment. Hey, hey, shut up. Did you just call me a fag? Who was that? You just called me a fag, you motherfucker. How dare you? My line. We will build you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fuck you, sir. No, like no. In the name of Jesus. Mm. He told us, he said, 
if you want to make a change in this world, there's a couple of things that we need to do. Yes, you ma'am. think about social said it was not about the Bible. It was just he was just telling us what was in the history, and he told us this story. He was like, you know, right there in the Hudson River, New York City, um, because man wanted to keep the food prices stuff at a certain level. You know, they would take the food and throw the food in the Hudson River um, mm. just to make the prices go up to make people pay more money. And 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 he one thing that I always said in my mind, he said, if you want to make a change, we have to make a change. We mm. need because it's a mindset, mm. and and that mindset comes. You know, it has nothing to really do with knowledge, but it's as the world revolves, mm. and as the world revolves, the ones of us that want to revolve with the world. We need we can continue on. The ones that don't, you know, we need to, you know, we we need to give them the uplifting, not disrespect them, but we need to continue to do what God said. Mm-hmm. And this is where we at today. Mm. We can't worry about President Obama. Mm. And everyone wants to sit up, sit sit around and say, "Well, President Obama made this law," but mm. President Obama was given. Has been given a given something for all mankind, mm. and we all are children of God. Mm-hmm. So we can't condemn him for whatever because he is working in the goodness of all mankind. Mm. But the ones of us that are Christian and know what the what the word says, we still have to. We can't sit here and worry about what he does, but we have mm. to continue to walk the walk in God. And mm. this is exactly what you've been telling us tonight, that we need to continue to work in the walk that walk in the in the word of God. We mm. need to we need to do what is right. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not gonna understand. But the yeah. best teacher of today is our young youth. Mm. I remember when my my grandkids was talking about the selfie. I'm just giving you, we're talking about the selfie. I didn't know what the selfie was. I didn't have any idea. Mm. But I knew that I, I, I knew because I was a math major that was something worth looking into. And when I got bought, bought into that stock, it was worth mm. pennies. But now it's worth hundreds. Right. Mm. So, so still, we're in a process that, you know, we need to listen and listen to what God is telling us. God hasn't changed, but we cannot change the the mindset of the ones that's there, but we need to change the mindset of the ones that we can change. I mean, I've just had a powerful lesson all, all day today. So, mm. so, so God is here telling us, you know, we can't change the world, but we can change one person at a time. And this is what mm-hmm. you know. Amen. Amen. You know, so so as long as we continue to do this, we're going to be all right and we're going to be able to walk that walk with God, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you yes, want to make a change to better like you, the body of the church, we need to do what we need to do as an individual. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And we thank you for that. 
uh, 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 Lady Sylvia. We thank you. And she is so right, you know, we can only change one person at a time. Mm. Thank her for that. Um, we thank God that, that even when the devil shows his head, we know how to get rid of him. And Come on. One thing that, that that I don't know if y'all grabbed out of what what the man of God was, was telling us and, and and his message, but one thing he was telling us that we're 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 going in we we have just entered into a war, and I'm Come telling on. you. We're being attacked all the time. We need to have on our war gear all the time because we need to be able to have our weapons ready to fight. Come on, sir. And the man of God was telling us in the word that we need to be on the battlefield because now, you know what? We didn't take the battles in this, so now they're bringing it to us. (laughs) Y'all got to listen. You got to listen when people preach that word because get yourself ready. Because the battle getting ready to come in your house. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's already in our house. It's it already in our house. It's getting ready to come into your house. Because you know what? You are a soldier in the army of the Lord, and wherever the battle's going to be fought, you got to fight. Come on. Not on hey. And not only that, even though this was a stranger came on the phone tonight, but we have to stay guarded up because it can come in in the family. That's right. That's right. That's right. Those very same words. And that's right. the truth. It comes Amen. into our family. The devil, no, um, I don't want to say devil, but the adversary family and bless us out. And therefore, that's why we need we have to keep our guard on up, the whole mm-hmm. world of God at all times, 24-7, 365 mm-hmm. days out of a year. Because it's family too as well. Amen. Hey, can I respond? I'm sorry. Can I can I respond to the man of God um, who was saying um, that about us being prepared for battle? It is so well. It's not strange. Um, it's so so confirmation. I was up Sunday morning before church, and I was at the ironing board. And at the iron board, just what you said is what God told me. He said, I'm preparing you guys for battle. But the mm-hmm. next thing he said is what got me. Uh, he took me to the scripture in Corinthians 10 chapter. He says, the weapons of, foe of our warfare are not carnal. So the battle that we're fighting, guys, is not going to be flesh and blood and against person and person. He said, um, your weapons are not carnal, but it's mighty. Watch this through God. So, in other words, what you were saying is if we are not armored with the full armor of God, when the battles come, we are defeated because the weapons of our warfare ain't carnal, flesh and blood. In order for us to win this, it's only going to be through God. Amen. Amen. This is going to be conversation. <laughs> <laughs> God told me the same thing. This is where I'm calling God told me the same thing that wherever I go, I need to, I, I, I got up in a bunch of churches now, and I tell people, God said, get ready for we for the war has just begun. And they look at Come me on, like, you know, all like that. But I don't care. I'm just a messenger. But he let me know one thing to tell them that our war is not carnal. And this is Come the first talk. And you better get into the word of God because the word of God is spiritual. 
Yes, sir. Yes, right. That's right. Three things. It's it's the word of God. It's the Holy Spirit. And it's it's the gift of discerning and and staying in his word. Those those are three critical things right there. Staying in, um, knowing that, um, to have understanding and knowledge of his word. The Mm. Holy Spirit. Discerning of gifts. We need everything to protect us, all of this and more, because we should be able to discern when somebody mm. is, 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 is not walking in God and coming as the, to attack us. We ought, should be able to discern that. We should be Amen. able to yes. avert yes. our weapon for them, because the, de- the devil will flee when they have hear the word. It will sustain us and comfort us not to sustain and want to fight and attack each other and follow up with them, it's the Holy Spirit should be able to sustain us, to keep us comforted. But even though we ought to have our weapon ready, uh, the gift of discernment, yes. the gift yes. of discernment yes. But the evangelist, um, what I also understand, you know, God gives us wisdom and knowledge. Wisdom and, and knowledge, and, right. And, and what he also stated stated is to, you know, the world, it's not the world that changes, the people in the, in the world that's changing. Because the world is good. Ain't nothing wrong with the world that we in. But it's the people in the world, world. But we also must understand that is that we need to accept the knowledge of somebody else, you know, when you get set in your ways, ain't nothing going to change that way. Ain't nothing you can do. You can talk until the sun comes out. Ain't nothing you you can do to that. And because of that, God said, you know, he, he's setting up, a, uh, setting up an army. He, he, he's giving us the people to, to help deliver this message. But until we, the people, understand that, Sometimes we don't want to let go. We need to let go and bring in, our, bring in the army that he's putting forth to us so we can continue on this journey because my God is not going to be defeated. And, and we let, if we continue on the trail that we are, we will be defeated because, you know, folks don't want to change. They don't want to listen. They don't want to do, you know, what God said because they're so set. You know, that's why we talk each and every day about a mindset, you know, because God is here. He's given us a new, we got a new mind. You know, we're in a new season. You know, with that comes a new relationship with God. You know, so we're going to have to study these terms and these conditions, not that we've taken anything from his word because his word is going to stand until the day that we die. His words don't stand until the day that he comes and do what he needs to do. I can only speak. If we don't stand, stand firm in his word and know that there's a change that needs to take place because there's a, sh- a shift going on and there's a new season and we can't adapt to that season and we can't let the people that God has sent forth because they are, they're not where you think they should be or, or because of that mindset. See, this is a mindset that's going on with us today. And so only, you know, only, we need to change the atmosphere. Um, I can only speak for me, myself. 
That's the only thing I can speak for. I can't speak for anybody else. But one thing I do know, and I have witnessed it, I do know how to pray and give it to God. And in exactly. this, he can change whoever in his timing. Exactly. But one thing, I, I do know how to pray. Amen. That's right. That's right. And, and, and we're going to move on, but I, I want to say this. You know, uh, 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 and, and, and you hear it all the time about God shifting. But God's been shifting ever since I was, I was, before I was born. God has been shifting and moving, and now people want to, want to open their eyes and start to see the shift that God, God is making. But God's been doing the same shifting, trying to get the people to realize it, and that's why when, the, when, when Pastor went to talking about that my people who, 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 look, who, you know, my people that know my voice, you know what I'm saying? The people that God is calling is us. And the, and, and the thing about it, you know what I'm saying, we haven't learned about how to humble ourselves because we don't understand what true humbleness is. And, and, and we, when we humble ourselves in prayer, he gave us the key today. We're supposed to kneel down and bow before God in our prayer to show how humble we are. But anyway. Oh, I, 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 I realize what shifting is. I, I know when I get on my knees and, and once I get off my knees, my knees is in pain because due to a knee replacement. So I know, but, you know, this is, has nothing to do with God. This is just something that's been placed in my life. So I still give him the praise and the, and the glory. So, you know, we're going to hear about this shift because it's, it's always a new generation. The generation that you heard before that talked about the shift, that you wouldn't be where you at today if they didn't do the shift. Amen. Amen. But eventually. And, and, and we now here saying we need to do another shift. And I'm just saying, this, this is all I'm saying. We are in a new shift. And the technology and the terminology and the words that we used back then, there. <laughs> We just had a new shift in time, and we just need to know how to bring the people into the house of the uh, house of God, and to let them know that you know Jesus is our Father. He is our Father. He is our Father, and and we need to make the shift. We need to make the turnaround. We need to make sure that we bring each and every one of our sisters and brothers to Christ. I'm saying, I'm saying, you kept saying he's shifting, but what is the shift? We, we hear that, that, that's good church talk. And I, and, I, and I tell a lot of people, that's good church talk. God is making a shift. They get up in the church saying, and I get up and say, well, what is the shift? Tell us what the shift is. If you tell us he's taking a shift, and they sit down. Because it's just a good word that people heard in church and they use it. But if you see God making a shift, He's be, he's, you're able to tell us what shift he's making because you see. Mm-hmm. God, God is making God is making a shift, but the it goes back to the terminology that when you was making a shift is not the terminology that we need to give to our folks today. God well, word has not changed, changed, but if you look in your dictionary, the words and the terms of anything has changed. We still need to bring this. God has not changed. Ain't nothing about God has changed. God is what he was from the beginning, and he's going to be what he is to the end. But it's still a new, it's a new day. We live in a new century. We got all this 
we got all this stuff here. And this is all I'm saying. We just need to know how to bring the word, to bring forth our brothers and sisters to Christ. I mean, even and even in our churches, we need to we need to know how to how to bring forth, you know, forth the word. Right. You know, we can't talk about what they talk about in the Old Testament, and you want to bring it to the New Testament because we live in, in a different century. It's a new it's a new generation. When you sit Amen. down, and you talk to Amen. your children and your grandchildren, and your children after that, they give you a new terminology. If you don't get on that terminology with God, God, and let him use you for that, you ain't going to be able to do anything. You can't make a change. Amen. But if you on that level and learn what the definition and learn how to define that word and what's going on today, you're going to make that change. Amen. That's Amen. All I got. We're going to go on. Not I say, but what God said. Amen. Okay, we're going to go on, and we thank you, uh, Sister Sylvia. We're going to go on and let pastors get the call of salvation. From there, we'll move into any one more prayer, and then we'll move from there into anyone that wants to make any comments. Mm. Is it Yes, sir. God bless you guys. I'm, I'm we'll call it salvation, and then yes. we'll open up for anybody who wants prayer after you make that call. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know how you guys do it online um, this, here. Do it the way the Spirit of God leads you to do it. Yes, sir. I, I want to say this. Um, um, I, I heard you guys, um, and before we make the call, um, I, you keep hearing, and, and Reverend Carpenter, I, I got to say you made a, a sharp point um, when we begin to talk about um, church talk um, mm-hmm. and, and things of that nature. Um, so while you guys were, were talking, I'm, I'm, you know, being the teacher at heart, um, and you guys kept saying shift, I wanted to, you know, I, I kept hearing it, I, I wanted to to, to, to to bring understanding on what a shift is. Um, um, a, a shift is a, a slight change in position, direction, or tendency. Um, another definition is to move or cause to move from one place to another, especially over a small distance. Now, listen at that one again. It says to move or to cause to move from one place to another. Um, Amen. Uh, or a slight change of position, direction, and tendency. Now, if we want to say anything about shifting, we got to understand that God is making the slight, the slight change of position. Um, he's causing to move from one place to another, starting in the house. Amen. Just want to throw that starting in the, in the body of Christ. And if we want to say He's shifting, He is shifting us to another place before He can shift outside of the walls of, of, of the congregation because he got to make a move in us. He got to shift us from one position to another in order for us to see things happen out there. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there, um, guys. Um, but I, um, you know, to God be the glory, uh, I, I'm praying this, if, if anybody's online, um, you know, that heard any of the words that were, were spoken tonight through any of the vessels that, that God utilized to, to speak it, uh, we open the doors now, um, and we ask you to to search your hearts 
Um, you know, oftentimes we're, we're expecting God to do things in our lives. God, I need a job. God, I need, you know, more finances. God, I need you to heal my marriage. God, I need you to turn around my children. And God, I need you to do this. But we're not in a position for God to do it. Uh, first and foremost, in order for you to see things begin to evolve in your lives and the blessings begin to start flowing in your life in a consistent manner, you know, one of the main things that God called us in the word of God, he says, that you must be born again. Um, that is that is the key factor. You could pray prayers for years and you keep seeing them go to the roof and come back um, because you've yet to give your heart over to God. You're praying prayers for God to do something, but you're living in a manner that he called you not to live. So I want to open the door um, just for those out there that have made it be hearing that, you know, something pricked your heart in here tonight to where you say, you know what, here am I, Lord. What must I do to be saved? I, I, I want to know you. I want to commune with you. I, I want to go hard after you. I want to let go of her. I want to let go of it. I want to let go of those things and that habit. So I ask you to, to come to God tonight. He makes it simple in his word, according to Romans uh, the 10th chapter and the 9th verse. He clearly said, he said that if you will confess with your mouth and the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God had raised you from the dead, you know, he says, thou shalt be saved. And he said, for with the heart man believe unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is to made, made unto salvation. So, I mean, tonight you can just say, Lord, I, I accept you. I, I believe that you died on the cross for me and I believe that you rose again. I believe that you pin every sin, every care of my life, every concern, you nailed it to the cross. And because when you gave up the ghost and said it's finished, I was delivered from any habit that I have, whatever I have. Um, you deliver me forever. Any hold up that I have or whatever I have, you deliver me from me at times. And um, and I believe that you um, tonight have, have, been, have come so that you can save my soul, so that you can change my mindset, so you can change my direction. And, and I receive you tonight as my own. I turn. I repent from the wicked ways, and I ask you, God, to come into my heart and, and heal me and deliver me. And according to his word, you know, simple words like that, and out of Romans, he said, you shall be saved. So if you would have said that tonight, um, you don't have to say it aloud. You can say you're saying it to God. I mean, you confess it to him, not to us and not to your neighbor, but to God, because he's the one that's judging your heart. And, and give your lives over to him today, and I promise you, as a living witness, that things will begin to change for you and that he will line things up in, in his plan and you will see things going in, in the manner that God had set for you and how he predestinated you. Um, you'll walk into a season like no other and you'll walk out of a season of, of, of distress and, and burdensome loads and cares of this life and you find yourself even in the midst of living here still being able to give God the praise still having joy in your heart and, and your mind will be renewed and changed and you won't find yourself acting like the world but you'll be a, a real Christian a real uh, a, a saint a real uh, a, a servant of God that's filled with the Holy Ghost and empowered to do thus said the Lord and you'll begin to hear him move you in a direction and say things that will cause you to walk away from some friends and to love some people, even family members from a distance. So um, tonight I just call you to him, um, not to the altar, but to Jesus, uh, who will meet you at the altar. So 
for those of you out there this tonight I, I just pray for you now that that God will arrest you wherever you are mind, body, and spirit, and that you would find yourself in this season going after him like you've never done before. And if you've never done it, that you will find yourself going after him and find yourself walking toward him and walking out of some things and walking into the promise and the blessings of God. So we we give God glory and honor for that right now. Amen. 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 We thank the pastor for the call of salvation. Anyone, Anyone that those words or heard or, or, or tonight was the night. We just ask you to do one thing, that when you do, wherever you receive salvation at, in your bedroom, in your bathroom, riding down the road or walking the street, that you turn around and accept Jesus Christ in your life, we ask you right now to make sure that you find your Bible-teaching church to belong to, that you can walk and the unadulterated word of God, not something that somebody wants to teach you or, or this, but go to a place where you can learn the word of God because you need to be strengthened and you need to be empowered when you come into the kingdom. Thank you. We thank you again uh, for opening up the invitation of salvation, Pastor. Uh, yes. We're going to go on. Does anyone need prayer? We're going to ask the pastor to intercede for anyone that wants prayer. Amen, amen, amen. We, we're just going to ask you to go on and give a corporate prayer, uh, uh, Pastor. Yes, sir. Will do. Um, Father, we, we honor you tonight, and we, we thank you again for the opportunity. Um, God, we, we thank you again for um, what you've done in this season. We thank you, God, for technology and, and, again, being on the airways and people could come together and worship you like this. You just said where two or three are gathered together in your name, there you are in the midst. And, God, tonight is several of us that are gathered together. We not, might not be under the same roof and in the same area, but, God, we are gathered together in your name, and we thank you for being in our midst tonight. We, we pray, God, and believe that you spoke something into our heart. Um, you spoke something um, that would change our mind. You, 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 you cut us, God, but at the same time you placed a bandage on us. So we thank you, God, that your word says that you chastise those that you love, and we know that you love us when you bring us you know, hard and tight word and right word. And so, God, we just thank you for your move tonight. We thank you for every uh, man and woman of God that's on the line. I pray, God, that you will uh, endow them even the more in this season, God, and that you will allow them to see your glory, God. And I, I pray, uh, Isaiah 61, 60 over their lives, God, that that their light has come and that your glory has risen upon them, and that we're in a season that, that men will come into the bosom and then kings will come from afar off and their sons and daughters will return. And I thank you, God, for breathing on them and in them, and God, causing such a word to begin to stir up in their bellies, God, that when they talk, um, people will hear and see you and not them. And so, God, we just thank you, even for the committee and for Reverend Carpenter that, that opened these lineups and, and create this, God. I pray, God, that you continue to infuse them with witty inventions and witty ideas, things that will reach all 
uh, people, whether they're young, old, and middle-aged and alike. So, God, we just thank you for being in a season where you promise, according to Acts, that you will pour out your spirit upon all flesh, God. And we thank you for your sons and daughters and prophesying, your old men dreaming dreams and young men seeing vision, God. We thank you even for the youth in this season. We thank you, God, that you've given them a voice, God, but you position them in places where people will hear their voice. And in spite of their age and in spite of where they came from and in spite of the fact that they came off the street, that, that we understand, God, you can use anybody. If you use a donkey, you can use the young people of this generation that they're considered to be the X generation. But, God, we declare that they're not the X generation. They're the next generation. So, God, we just give you glory tonight for being here and, and being in Africa and being in Zimbabwe and being in Israel and being in New York and being in Chicago, God. We thank you that you can be everywhere at once. You are meeting the needs of people even as we speak globally. And for that, God, we just say thank you for being the God that you are. We honor you. We give you glory and praise in God. We pray for this network that you will continuously use it and that people will continuously sign on, that want to hear a word from you, and that God, when they sign on, that they hear you, that somebody's life has changed. If it's one individual, we thank you, God, that the angels in heaven are rejoicing over that one individual. So, God, we just thank you tonight. We glorify you. We honor you. We give you praise. Um, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Pastor Farine, um, you brought forth the word tonight. Uh, You gave me something to think on and, you know, try to point fingers at myself. Um, Mm -hmm. The words and stuff like that was very encouraging. And this is what we need now to um, more so to say to stop playing church or or to stop playing on the outside of the church. It's time Mm -hmm. for, um, it's praying time instead of playing time. So I thank you for the words that you brought forth on tonight. May God be the glory. Bless you. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? All right, right, next God, we thank you. Uh, It was a blessing to have you. I mean, you gave a word that really is going to stir everyone else. A lot of people, you know, during the late time, jumped off and had to go to work, got them to get themselves to go to work tomorrow, and I know they had some encouraging words. But one thing I say, you just keep doing what God has you to do because it, it ain't going to be about preaching all the time. It's going to be about teaching people the word of God. And, Amen. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, one of the most powerful things that, that we have to understand that, and I tell people all the time because they watch me and what I do and how I do it. And they say, how come you don't never preach? I say, because Jesus only preached one time. He, didn't mm-hmm. preach. he only preached. He never preached. He only preached one time. And when he did mm-hmm. preach, he went down into the depths of hell and preached the word to, the, to, to those captains to set them free. So, mm-hmm. you know, he taught everywhere. And, you know, man of God, you just keep letting God use you to teach people because we're in a teaching time that people need yes. to be taught the word of God. You know, preaching was good, and it's good sometimes to get a preached word, but it ain't no better time to get a taught word to learn what God's word is truly saying.
Amen. So, so we thank God for you that you came and 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 you took us and you walked us through the Word of God. You didn't run Amen. us through; you walked us through. And we thank God for you. And we just say you keep doing what God has you to do. And you know mm-hmm. we we just see God taking you to some other levels and moving you to some areas that you didn't think you were going to be able to move in just because you're being obedient to what he tells you. So the Amen. old lady tell me in church, you just keep on keeping on. Yes, sir. God bless you, Dr. Carpenter. <laughs> Amen. 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 With Amen. that, we'll go on and let you have the last words, and then we're going to ask you to give them benediction. Amen. Well, I, I, I'll keep it simple, guys. Um, to the body, let's, let's just get where God is calling us in this season, and let's do what God is has commissioned us to do. It's not that we are not empowered to do it. Sometimes it's just that we don't do it. And so I just ask you guys, I, I say like the, the men in, of old and, and of age in the Bible, they, it would say stuff like, I beseech you now, therefore, brethren. And so I beseech you guys that we just get into position um, in this season that God can utilize us to the full potential, not halfway, but to the full potential, and, uh, and God will be glorified. Amen. 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 Um, I say God, God bless you. I'm a little different, uh, Reverend Carpenter. My my benediction is, is God bless you. Uh, we love you, and, and, and go in God, and and whatever He tell you to do, just do it. Amen. 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 We always see and leave us blind. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We love you. We love you. And I always say, smooches, smooches, smooches. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> God bless you all. Yeah, I do the same. <laughs> God bless. Amen.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere. Even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.